This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Welcome to Road School Moms. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time road schooling mom to four kiddos and co-founder at FullTimeFamilies.com, the resource for your full-time RVing family needs and so much more. Tonight and every night, I'm blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a homeschooling full-time RVing mom to four kiddos on the road. I'm the author and creator over at RoadTripTeacher.com. And our family likes to chronicle our travels at diaryofaroadmom.com. We love to have you follow us there as well. And we are coming to you uh, live this evening from, well, I'm coming to you from uh, not quite to the Kentucky border um, as we make our way south from our destination that we've been at for several, several weeks. And how are you doing this week, Kimberly? I am doing great. You know, um, we just wrapped a Halloween hangout a few weeks ago, and everyone headed south. And, Lord, it's hard. It's hard not to fly south as an RV or Mary Beth. Is that not the truth? So I am freezing my tootsies off in the north, but it was uh, beautiful to see some of the northern um, color change this year. Uh, that's something I've missed for many, many years. Um, we've been doing lots of arts and crafts with leaves as a result of it, but uh, I'm dreaming of those sandy Florida beaches. It's funny, you know, that is one thing that I do enjoy about being in this in the Midwest, um, you know, where I end up a lot in October is in this Indiana, Illinois area um, where I've been for the past uh, off and on for a couple months. But ooh, I was so ready to move towards the uh, to the southern warmer weather. And as I watched you move north last week, I was like, oh, my goodness, she's going where it's colder. So I'll be glad when you get all your remaining travel plans done up that way and can head south. and. We can meet up again. I miss your family. I miss yours as well. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the sunshine. You know, I have to say a great big thank you, Mary Beth. You uh, introduced me to that morning time. And just recently we had Pam Barnhill on with uh, the morning basket who really explained how morning time works. And I, w- I have been employing it, and I love it. So uh, to give you a quick rundown of how I do it, uh, if you listen to the show, you know that you can do it any way you like to do it, and you don't have to have a lot of things in your basket. So like Pam suggested, I started with one thing. I put a thing of Mad Libs in my basket, and off we went. That's awesome. I knew you would love it. It's, it, I think as well, and, you know, you and I are both so good at letting things become so much more complicated than they are. So I'm so glad to hear that you took her advice because that's exactly what I did after I had a dry run and really messed myself up because I tried to do 15 things at once. But um, ironically that you're talking about this, you know, um, two shows ago I talked about how I was going to go live that week and I was going to tell you what was in my morning basket and we were going to share morning time. And lo and behold, that first week I, um, well, literally this whole last two weeks since we've been where we are, where we were, um, I had literally no Internet almost whatsoever. Um, that I guess at the first of this last, you know, at the first of November, the tower changed or something not far from where we were, and 
the internet service was non-existent, so I did not get to share any of my morning time uh, go live information or anything else for that matter. Um, so I'm planning on doing that sometime this week. Hopefully we'll be to where we have decent internet by the middle of this next week. But I have to tell you something about morning time. Because we did have such limited internet service, and as you know, my kiddos also use time for learning as part of their daily curriculum. Um, they're also doing an astrology course where they have to sign into their email and look at the lesson um, from Intoxicated from Life um, for that Exploring Astrology class. And so my point is, the last two weeks, we've not done a lot of any road schooling that had to do with the Internet. And what I found was, guess what? We just got up anyway, and we did our morning time, and everybody loved it, and we just read a little bit more or you know, did a little bit more of our morning time routine, and I felt like I still really got something done. So it really does work for us, and I'm so glad to hear that you've employed that in your rig as well and that you like it as much as me. I do, I do. That's a, definitely a winner. You know, I've gotten a lot of comments on that um, top ten for the full-time our meeting family issue recently. People have to see for that one, then I uh, invite you to go check that out at com or open at homeschoolradionetwork.com. Um, I've gotten a lot of comments that those were unusual gift ideas, but um, very uh, useful and um Good stuff. So excited. Thank you so much for your comments and suggestions about that. I love it. Well, I was so glad that you've done that. You know, speaking of that show, that was our first of our 2016 holiday miniseries that we always do every year, um, our six little uh, shorter shows that we do for the holidays. You've done that one on um, the uh, holiday gift guide, which was awesome. And if I remember right, so you posted the complete list over at fulltimefamilies.com, so you shared the ten uh, top gifts for RVing families on the podcast, and then you uh, put the remaining of those in the post with links over at Full-Time Family, so if you want to see more of that, I'm going to be doing a show in a couple of weeks that talks about road schooling through the holidays, and then you and I will get back together for our four other mini-shows, so that's coming around the corner for our listeners that look forward to those holiday mini-series. Yeah, I love the mini-shows because uh, they're um, just the right information to uh, get you motivated for the holidays. But, you know, holiday time, it's crazy time, right? Nobody has any real time. I think I said time 52 times in that last sentence. Uh, but that's the premium of what uh, is – holiday time is just absolutely crazy. So um excited to produce those many shows with you because you and I are busy, too, and we know our listeners are busy, too. So uh, it's a great fit for both of us. So uh, road schooling in our, our RV this fall, it's been great. I love, love, love our schedule. I really love our scrapbook boxes. If you've been following along, then you know that I've been storing each of my children's individual curriculum, daily curriculum, in a um, scrapbook box, and I love those. They're super portable. The kids can take their whole box of stuff, go where, go to whatever corner of the RV they want. They can use it as a writing desk if they like. Uh, it has everything they need in it. I'm I'm just so thrilled. I, it only took me six years to figure this one out, but I'm really thrilled with how it's coming together, and I'm seeing great progress in all my kiddos in all of their activities. And I, I wanted to talk about one quick activity that we employed for Blaze. If you uh, have listened at all, then you know that I have a child on the autism spectrum, and uh, social skills is a deficit for him. So uh, I found something called the Smart Play Book. I'm going to look it up right now so I don't misquote it. But what it is is it's a um, workbook 
that you do with your kiddo, alongside your kiddo, and it just talks about things that are um, social skills in general. And so it's called, that's right, it's called the Smart Playbook, Game-Changing Life Skills for the Modern World. And so uh, Chris and Blaze uh, went on a little uh, learning adventure and uh, did this one together. Um, they, I think there's like five workbooks. They're available on Amazon and other places. They're not expensive, $8.95. I got mine at a um, homeschool store. This one that they just recently did uh, included technology talk, social skills, basics, mealtime manners, art of conversation, restaurant behavior. I mean, little tiny nuggets of this information and just an intentional way to share it with your children. Obviously, we practice table manners at the table at three meals a day, and so they get that. But being at a different setting and talking about the importance of table manners when it's not, chill with your mouth closed or stop burping or stop doing what you're doing uh, is really, really nice. And so I really couldn't say, um, I couldn't recommend these more. I just got another one, which is uh, basic social skills, and it talks about introducing people and what, ma- what making a commitment means. And uh, so it's character and social skills building. I love them. Ooh, that's so interesting. I'll have to look up the links and make sure we put that in tonight's show notes because that's awesome. I love that. I'll have to check that out. What are you doing? What what else other than morning time have you discovered recently? Well, you know, I uh, always like to R&D my kids with those new products that we're rolling out. So um, as I talked about a couple of weeks ago, we have those. ABC guides that are just uh, going to be rolling out here in the next couple of weeks when the final edits are done. And so my kiddos, since we're on, we've just now started on the road. We've only been on the road just a couple of days, um, and we haven't been on the road uh, consistently for very for a while. So I tried to tone it down a little bit and not try to make it all that crazy while we were on our way south. And so we're just doing morning time, and I pulled out a couple of those ABC guides that are um, going to be that are available in our learning shop. I think we're doing the ABCs of Tennessee and Georgia um, because of the two states that we're going to travel through, two of the states anyway, that we're going to travel through this coming week. And, you know, I know I always harp on all these things, and we always talk about how we're, we're going to sit down and talk about it, and you and I never get the time. But, um, you know, I've always been a big lover of interactive notebooks, which is a, simply a little composition notebook that, you can put tabs in and you can glue things in it or your kiddos can write or draw or illustrate or take notes or whatever best way that they um, have to retain information that they've learned. Those ABC guides um, all have, just like it sounds, it has 26 facts from each state um, that the guide pertains to. And there's other um, information in there such as the state bird or the state flower or whatever. There's information like that in there. It's just kind of an all-inclusive guide. And so... What I did was I assigned one older kid and one younger kid, Tanner and Tori, are working on Georgia, and Tyler and Taylor are working on Tennessee, and they are um, starting a 50-state interactive book, and that's what they put their little tabbies in there with their states, and they're going through those guides and doing the copy work and researching together, and I love um, I love it when I can pair up one of my older kids with one of my younger kids, and, then, and they can work as a team. And for some reason, I've got my fingers crossed, but for some reason, it's actually really smooth, and it's working really well. So I'm excited about that. Oh, that is exciting. I love that. I, I love that 
that is an essential part of road schooling for us to be able to have the littles and the bigs paired up because it really does reinforce the knowledge for the bigs and uh, the relationship between those two. So what a great what a great thing. I'm looking forward to that. I will help um, Tyler and did you say Tyler and Taylor were working on Tennessee? God, that's a lot of teeth. Yes. <laughs> okay, so did you know, road trip teacher, I'm sure you did, that Tennessee is the only state that touches the most number of states in the contiguous U.S.? Obviously, the non-contiguous oh. states touch nothing, and that is seven. Tennessee touches seven states. I know. I did know that. That's actually a fact in the guide. So, see, you can be part of our R&D team and you don't even know it. Oh, well, that's it. That's my one trick for this pony. So. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't think you should hire me too soon. <laughs> be part of their R&D team there. Okay, well, funny. this show is about, um, we've been talking about this for weeks, Audio Adventures. They are our season sponsor, and we are so thankful for the support that they have provided this community. And tonight we have uh, creator Bill Hyde on the phone with us talking about what Family Audio Adventures are. You know, for weeks I've been saying what they aren't, and what they aren't is audiobooks. Um, so not, don't be confused with what they aren't, but tonight we will all be learning alongside one another to find out what they are. So please, after this brief commercial break, stay tuned for our interview with Bill Hyde. Hey everyone, Mary Beth here, your road trip teacher. There's a new audio adventure series available that tells great stories from Christian history, and it's designed to build character, courage, and imagination in your kids. The production values are outstanding and is a great way to turn ordinary drive time into family fun and adventure time. Go to FamilyAudioAdventures.com to learn more. That's FamilyAudioAdventures.com. Use coupon code ROAD to get this Road School Moms approved resource for half price. And welcome back. And speaking of Audio Adventures, we're so excited tonight to have Bill Hyde from Audio Adventures. Um, as our uh, regular list, our loyal listeners will know, we've been talking about Audio Adventures for the past several weeks. We're so excited to have them on board this season as our official sponsor for the season. And we've got Bill um, this evening to talk with us about this exciting new series. Hi, Bill. Hey, greetings. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's so good, wonderful to have you here with us tonight on Road School Moms. Go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, Bill, and Audio Adventures. Well, I'm 58 years old, and I need two new hips. Um, we talked about that a little bit off air. So um, if I sound like I'm in pain, I am. Uh, that that little business will, will go on shortly, uh, that we'll have a, a little bit of a surgery on that. But but uh, I am a, a father of five, married to um, – you know, husband of one, married to my wife, Kim. Um, we have five kids and 16 grandkids. And um, the part that you guys, maybe that fits in well, is that they all homeschool. So that's a nice fit. And uh, what we like to do with Heirloom Audio is create tools for homeschool families to really take families back into time and uh, really try to bring Christian history to life. Awesome. So fast forwarding a little bit, can you tell us a little bit about what happened to you specifically? You were chased by a moose, tore your rotator cuff, and then flatlined after surgery. My goodness. And this apparently I, has had a profound effect on your life. <laughs> it, it has. It probably would on. It probably would have a profound effect on a lot of people's lives. But in my case, 
I was hiking. Normally, we had taken my two my two sons out to go to school out in Moscow, Idaho, and we had typically been driving them out every year, and we had always stopped at Glacier Park, and we loved to hike, and we loved to uh, see the mountains. And one particular trip, we were out in the bush, probably about three or four miles from our camp, and I looked down at a lake, and I saw a, a big moose, big male moose, looked like, you know, the big bullwinkle type with the big the big antlers, the big horns, and all that. And so I snuck down through the, got off the trail, went down to the lake, and took it, started taking pictures of him and um because i didn't have a telephoto lens and so i thought wow this is this is really great a lot of fun out of the corner of my eye i saw a different moose and uh that was a female moose and she apparently didn't like the fact that i was in the area and uh, perhaps she had a calf i'm not really sure i never really did figure out but the bottom line is she chased me for about an hour and 45 minutes through the thicket through the brush and uh I, I, guys, I literally thought I was going to die. Um, I was cut up, beat up, and I had reached up to grab a branch to try to climb up a tree. And as you know, out in, out in the, the mountains, there aren't that many deciduous trees. Most of the trees are evergreens, and so I just couldn't get up a tree, but I tried. And as it turned out, I ended up tearing a rotator cuff. And so when I got back home, I had surgery post-recovery in after the operation was over, nurse came in, checked my vitals, everything was fine, and in God's good providence, she forgot her stethoscope, and so about 15 minutes later, she came back and looking for her stethoscope, and I had flatlined, and so she called everybody from the emergency room and uh, brought everybody back up, and, uh, you know, they, they, they got me going again, they got my heart started, and they got all, you know, got me um, back uh, awake and um, back into this world, um, and, and no, I didn't you know, go see a tunnel or anything or a bright light at, at the end of anything like that. Some people tell those stories. I had none of that. I was just profoundly happy to be alive. And I realized at that point just how precious life is and how, how, how finite it is and how much time we have. It's pretty short. And so I really, upon recovery, started to really start thinking about, okay, what can I do in this world with, with my family, with my kids, with my grandkids, and with everybody else's kids and grandkids, what can I do that might have a little bit of an, a prof- you know, an effect uh, on folks? And so I wanted to use what time I had left to and be a good steward of it and to try to make sure that, that I really did uh, take what, what I love, which is history, and try to bring history alive and try to tell stories and try to get families interested in history again, interested in those that have gone before us that have shaped the world that we live in today. So that's kind of the short version of that. I know that's a little bit of a long, short version, but that's that's kind of the summary. What an amazing tale. That is uh, that is just astounding. Well, I'm, uh, I, I have to say that my first reaction after hearing that, you know, thank God you're alive, but thank God that, that you went through that because I know that families are now benefiting as a result of this amazing experience that you had. Why is it you think this project is so important for Christian families now? Well, I think listening to things and learning history, learning, as I said earlier, just what has gone before us is important now because I think we live in such an existential world where it's mostly about me and about the now. And I think 
pulling the camera back, uh, that's something that we all need to do. We need to remember things that have happened not only in our own lives and our families' lives, but we need to remember what God has done for us in space and time. And so I think as we go back and kind of pull the camera back and you get a little better view of life, you realize that so much that we live in, the world that we live in today, is just affected by those that have gone before us. So we've forgotten all this, I think, as individuals, forgotten our history. Most Americans really don't know much about uh, early history. We're talking about uh, Colonial Williamsburg. Most Americans don't know the Christian nature of, of government early here in this, that, that shaped our country in, here and um, and in the world in many places, in, in, uh, just as what happened in, in Europe and just how the Reformation affected things. So I'm very interested in this, and I'm very interested in just this concept of remembrance and trying to make sure that people know what happened to us before. Um, I think it was, was um, you know, Vladimir Ilyich Lenin, of all people, of the, the great uh, or evil communist leader that said, you know, um, we want to control the present. This was the communist strategy, because if we control the present, we can control the past. And if we can control the past, we can control the future. And that's profound, too. Now, it, you know, he, he wanted to do that in an evil manner, of course, um, and, and millions were murdered as a result of that. But, boy, understanding the past, he understood, at least he understood how important it is to, to really get a grip on the past. I love how you put that together. That is so true. Now, it's no secret um, that Kimberly and I are both big fans of audio adventures. I know we love to use them on travel days in our RVs, both of us, when we're going from place to place. I actually have begun this fall using um, the audio adventure series um, during my morning time when I get all my kiddos together. It's something that we've um, come to really love to do together. Um, but aside from the fun of it, can you tell us how audio adventures actually increase verbal IQ and fluency in children? Yeah, I think it's really some new research is coming out. There's been some foreign studies, and I think that there's some info, uh, information now, research at the University of Kansas and other places. They're starting to explore this idea that when kids are exposed to listening, that that triggers certain parts of their brain, and especially if they're deprived of the visual image that's associated with that, then they have to sort of concoct the visual image and the very fact that you create the image in your head instead of having say Steven Spielberg or George Lucas or some great producer do that for you the fact that a child does that actually forms a brain develops the brain in a very very different way than if you get everything from visual stimulation so I'm very excited about audio because I think and we, we talked a little bit about you know, our colonial past, and you think about if the, if Patrick Henry was exposed to as much screen time as our kids are exposed to today, there'd be no country. If George Washington watched TV and had a screen and was, was you know, had a TV in his room, I mean, you know, most kids have, I think I read a study, guys, about half the country of, of kids three to four years old have a TV in their bedroom, three to four. And what's the numbers of hours of screen time per week? I mean, it's growing and growing and growing. And I really believe that the intellectual capacity, the moral capacity that our founders had, just simply 
for in, in many ways it was a result of of their Christian worldview, but on another level, on a teaching level, on a methodological level, so much of it was was resulting in the fact that they listened to sermons, that they listened to people talk, they listened to things, and then and then they put these ideas together in their heads. In addition to reading, of course, but but the word itself, if you're able to um, process it and concoct with your imagination that God's given you, that creates a different type of child. And the studies show that when you listen to things, we've tried to create our programs so that this is true in our audio adventures, but when you listen to stories like this, that your your verbal IQ especially is impacted in a very great way. You know, that's so interesting to me that you said that, because as we mentioned, I am in Colonial Williamsburg, and sometimes we um, – we estimate in our minds that we are so much more advanced and sophisticated now, 400 years later, than um, the, the early settlers in Jamestown. And yet, um, our founding fathers had these amazing ideas that, that you just alluded to. And we can now see in this election season us reaping the quote-unquote rewards of the lifestyle the you know plugged in screen lifestyle. I mean, it, what you just said, we are experiencing firsthand especially right now at election time, the difference well, let me, in let me, leadership let me, let me, and ideas. Oh, yeah, let me comment on that, too. I think if you were to listen, if someone were to take a transcript of, say, the debates that have gone on, maybe on both sides, Republican and Democrat, and then, of course, the debates between the two candidates that are running, and you analyzed the words that are in there, and just a, a summary of the words, and then you said, okay, let's compare this to some previous debates. Now, I'm not too far from where I live here in Illinois from where the Lincoln-Douglas debates took place. And if you were to look at those words compared to the, the, the colonial fathers, to some of those the debates that were had then, and look at the words all the way up to uh, Lincoln-Douglas, you'd say, my goodness, have we been dumbed down this much? Because just the words, the vocabulary has instead of getting better, as you say, what we've done is gone the other way. And of course, that's why so many people homeschool. We, we've actually regressed in terms of the number of words that we know and can use properly into, into a very dangerous level. And I think what happens when you don't have words to communicate your ideas, when, when people can no longer express themselves with words, they begin to do other things. They burn things down. They fight. They do things that you would never imagine because they just don't have the verbal tools to communicate their thoughts and ideas anymore. And then we become, this is the fallen nature of man, I think then we become very primitive, and that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, also to, to comment on what you just said about the lack of words, we see that come to life in uh, speech-delayed children, right? We see the frustration. We see the lashing out in speech-delayed children. So essentially what's happened to our to our whole society is that we've become a bunch of speech-delayed children. Um, wow, yeah. But you've mentioned and you've alluded to that, that this, these audio adventures are different 
I just want to really hone in on this for our listeners, that these are not audio books, right, Bill? These, this is something different. What makes audio adventures in Odyssey, uh, excuse me, tell us what an audio adventure is and how it is different than audio books or even other audio dramas like Adventure in Odyssey. Sure. What we've tried to do is really take a story and we've tried to take something that's happened in history, and we do this by taking, we've used G.A. Henty, the great Victorian writer's stories. Uh, Henty wrote before post-modernity, so that was back when there was sort of a right and a wrong. The Victorians, of course, weren't perfect people, but there was this idea that there was good and there was evil in the world, and those two things really could be could be um distinctly described and, and, and talked about separately from one another uh, compared to today. So I think what we've tried to do is take these stories and then we've tried to create great scripts based on those stories and take the listener through this entire adventure, again, stimulating the, the imagination, stimulating the mind with not just the verbal the spoken word, but also the things that are happening that surround the situation. One of our stories um, with Lee in Virginia, for example, what does your brain, what does a child's brain have to do when this, when a cannonball whizzes by your head? You have to process that somehow. And I think this becomes a major, we've, we've taken these productions and we've made them like a movie. So we have uh, John Campbell, who's an Emmy Award-winning composer. John does individual music scores for each of our stories. And these are just like movies, but they're not movies uh, that, that you watch in, of course, that you watch in the theater, but they're movies for the mind, as we talked about earlier. They're, this is the theater of the mind that we're designing this for so that you can grow. And we like to make them so families can listen to them together, grow together, talk about the great issues of life together. And I think that's an important thing to open up communication. You guys travel a lot, right? That's the theme of what you're doing. And if you listen to these stories while you're traveling, it gives you a chance as a group, not, not with headphones necessarily on and making each of the kids and, and the adults, you know, atomistically and separated from each other. You listen to it together. When you pull into a rest stop, you say, goodness, what, what just happened there? And you're able to talk about the decisions that were made. All of our characters, guys, we try to make this situation so that your kids listening to this, it just becomes implicit in the story that people can and should make great decisions when faced with real epic points in their life. And you can make great decisions. You can make God-honoring decisions. And the heroes that we have in our story do make those decisions. Now, Bill, I know that this series has really evolved from that day um, back when you had that profound, um, you know, after your surgery and you woke up that day and thought, oh, they're really – you know, how can I really contribute? Um, it's really involved up until the point now where the series is. How and why, um, over this evolution, are you attracting so many big-name stars to these projects? I think it really starts with the script. So we, we have a great, compelling story. And there's really the people that we have in some of our stories. We know we had in our second one, we had uh, Joanne Froggett, um, was in that from Downton Abbey, and Joanne, right after she was in our story, she won a Golden Globe Award. Well, for someone like that, there's no amount of money that you could pay them if they see that they're going to take on a project that destroys their career. So first, you have to have a compelling story, an exciting story, and then 
what's what's really a lot of fun is the the actor or actress really needs to see that the script and the parts that they have are fun, allow for passion, and allow for them to really give everything they've got in a studio. And that's a lot of fun because, you know, in, in when you're recording, you don't have the benefits of being able to so, sort of visually act out this role that you have. Everything that you have, and it's quite a challenge because everything you have has to be put into voice, you know, inflection, your tonal quality, just it changes an actor or, or actor actress's ability and it changes how they perceive what they're doing. And a lot of them find, a lot of great stars find this very challenging. So I think it really does start with a great story, a great script. And then for when we do the casting, they have to be able to see what's, what, where they're going to go with this and get excited about it. Oh, I love that. That's really interesting. Um, can you tell me, give our listeners some examples. What are a few of the audio adventures you've done so far? Sure. We started out doing one about Sir Francis Drake, and we've been talking about history. There'd probably be no colonial Williamsburg if it wasn't for, for Sir Francis Drake because he actually helped make sure that this hemisphere, he, the, the Spanish, probably the United States guys would look a lot like Mexico if it wasn't for Drake <laughs> because the Spanish had control over pretty much everything during that period of time. And Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth kind of set him out and set him him loose to uh, wreak a little bit of havoc on on um, some of the Spanish occupation in, in the hemisphere. So I think um, that's a really important story, and that's our first story. So Drake became one of my one of my greatest heroes and then, of course, we did In Freedom's Cause. After that, the story of William Wallace and Robert the Bruce. That's one of the stories we received a lot of awards for, voice arts rewards. And then we did um, With Lee in Virginia. And then we did a story called The Dragon and the Raven about, um, about King Alfred. And so much history that we have in the United States as a function of what happened and the changes that uh, King Alfred made to England and how those changes actually affected the way we live right here, right now. So those are a few, and um, we've got some new ones. We've got a couple new ones. Uh, one's Barrett to Britain that's brand new, and then um, just released is the Catabubasties, one of um, G.A. Henty's best-selling books. We've made that into an audio adventure as well. Well, the Dragon and the Ravens, one of my uh, the boys' favorites. That was one they really enjoyed. So, is the, the the brand new one? Is that what? What is your current adventure? What's the current audio adventure, and, and what's that storyline, Bill? This is the the Catabubasties, and this is really a little bit of a different kind of story for J. A. Henty. This was a story with intrigue. It's a story of mystery. It's a thriller of sorts. And it takes place in ancient Egypt during Moses' time. And uh, we have the great Anthony Daniels, from who, who's been in all the Star Wars, who plays C-3PO. If you want to know what Anthony Daniels looked like, if you've watched all the Star Wars movies, and you want to know what Anthony Daniels looks like, go to thecatabubasties.com and watch the trailer. You can see Anthony doing his thing with us in, in the studio, playing his part in London. And his part was he was a priest. And he had, as part of being a priest, he, this was a, a cult of cats. So Egyptian uh, lore and Egyptian myth and Egyptian gods really lent itself to a lot of different types of, 
of idol worship. And so cats were among that. And that's kind of the bottom line of what's going on. But it's a story of intrigue, and you really don't know what's going on. You have to wait and wait, and you're kind of on the edge of your seat. So it's a different – like I said, it's a different – most Hentai stories are really just kind of adventure, pure and straight up. But this has a bunch of twists and a bunch of turns, and it takes place in ancient Egypt. That sounds fascinating. I'll be looking forward to that one. Why do you think this this particular story is important for Christian families? Well, again, like we said, I think it's something to listen to that you can you can absorb together, discuss together, and um, we always try to make our heroes, as I said before, too, really in a position where they have to make choices. So what you're gonna what you're gonna see with this is is folks that respond inside the story to questions about can I persevere? Can I, should I be responsible? How do I live in a world of God's providence? And um, I think that's one of the greatest things and one reason why really busy moms and dads, you know, should, can and should listen to this because they're going to get a lot out of this and there's going to be a lot to share, a lot of points. You know, we have these little uh, parental interaction uh, parts of, of this where we have questions designed so mom and dad don't, don't really have to think about uh, asking the questions. You, can, you obviously can ask your kids your own questions, but if we kind of do that for you, in this little study guide that we've created just to help uh, engage mom and dad together and with, with the, with the kids and the story. So tell us what is coming up next for heirloom audio productions? Well, we've got a number of productions that we're in the process of, but the, the Christmas launch, now you guys are going to go, Holy cow, Christmas launch. And you're, you have a, title like this, but we've got something called The Reign of Terror, and this is Henty's story about the French Revolution, and how can we make, how can we have a story about guillotines be a Christmas story, but what you're going to love about this story is under the most ferocious, crazy circumstances, under circumstances of terror and uncertainty, can a family stay together? And that's what this story is really about when you take away the historicity of it. Now, the history is important to understand the French Revolution because so much of what the world that we live in today, modernity as we call it, was the gates of hell being opened up by the French Revolution. So we we still live in that world, and it's important to understand the history. But what you're going to love about this story is it's, it's a tearjerker, it's heartwarming, and it really is about what makes a family sticky. How do we stay together against all odds in the reign of terror? Coming out soon. Oh, I, I love that. I, what makes a family sticky? I love that. Okay, so um, now that our listeners are all tuned in and ready to purchase, where can they go and find all these great um, audio adventures? Well, you can go to familyaudioadventures.com. We've got, unfortunately, we've got too many websites, so I think they should call. They should. They should name a disease after that. Uh, uh, <laughs> too many websites. <laughs> disease. <laughs> so we have heirloomaudio.com. You can certainly go to heirloomaudio.com and um, and find all of the individual titles and a lot of things that we have. Family audio adventures for those that are new to that can go and learn about what it is that we do. There's a nice video trailer there. And um, then I would say if you want to go to The Cat of Boobasties, B-U-B-A-S-T-E-S dot com, 
the Cataboo Basties. Watch that trailer. Watch Anthony Daniels. You know, he's not the only star in that, and I'll just plug this a little bit more because you guys, Brian, the great Brian Blessed, of course, is RGA Henty, and Brian just recently won some awards for his narration, awards, I might add, that, that we've all won against secular competition, not just against Christian competition. So Anthony Daniels is in it. Sylvester McCoy from, from The Hobbit is in it. Elizabeth Council from The Chronicles of Narnia. Um, John Reese davies our good friend John, Lord of the Rings, Indiana Jones. Um, and Russell Bolter, who was in Ben-Hur, is in it as well. So we have a lot of stars in the Catabu Basties. It's worth checking out. It would also make a great Christmas present uh, just because it fits the, the dynamic. It helps people learn. It helps uh, people question and learn about real history. So much of our history has been removed almost surgically, it seems, from our textbooks, from from movies, from modern culture, from the media. And so what we try to do is take God's history and put it back in in its appropriate place and try to tell stories about what we call true history. I love that. Well, thank you, Bill Hyde, for taking time out with us uh, this evening to talk with us all about this wonderful series. Thank you, Heirloom Audio Productions, um, for being our major season sponsor um, for this season of Road School Moms. You definitely get five stars from us um, for this wonderful audio series, uh, Family Audio Adventures. And um, we can't wait to see what comes out next. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and uh, it's it's my certainly my pleasure to help sponsor the show, you guys. I love what you guys are doing. Thanks, Bill. You bet. Hey everyone, Mary Beth here, your road trip teacher, with a quick product review for our road school listeners. If you're looking for great audio the whole family can listen to while on the road, you're going to love this. There's a new audio adventure series available that tells great stories from Christian history, and it's designed to build character, courage, and imagination in your kids. Here's the story. Some of the folks that used to be part of Adventures in Odyssey have created this new series to help families not only enjoy Christian history, but to really go deep into our Christian heritage. The production values are outstanding, and it definitely gets five stars from the Road School Moms crew. It's a great way to turn ordinary drive time into family fun and adventure time. Go to FamilyAudioAdventures.com to learn more. That's FamilyAudioAdventures.com. Be sure to use coupon code ROAD at the shopping cart so you can get it for just half price. That's FamilyAudioAdventures.com. Well, that was a very exciting interview. I loved what Bill Hyde had to say, especially about modern-day politicians versus our forefathers. I thought that was incredible information to digest, and I'm going to be mulling that over for a couple of days. What do you think, Mary Beth? I know. He's so intriguing and has so much information to offer, and it really does give you, um, you know, such it just makes you ponder with a lot of thought, um, so many of the things he said, and I love that. You know, um, we've been we've been using the audio adventures ourselves in our rig. We started out. We really uh, when we went to Chincoteague, that was the first time we used them back in July, the end of July. We used them on our way out there on travel days. And it um, for us, and I know your situation is different, KT, because you're in a fifth wheel, so you're all in the truck, which means you all have to listen to it. And and to be quite honest, I'm not sure that I would. I'm not sure how I would feel about it if I had to have it playing in the front of our RV in the in our motorhome as I was driving. I'm not sure if I could do that. 
Um, but what we've done, um, my kiddos are using it on travel days, and they're back in the back, you know, so the driver can't really hear it in our motorhome. But I can tell you that they are so intrigued with those stories. Um, the one that we mentioned during the interview uh, that has the raven in the title, that's one of, that's my kids' favorite, or currently anyway, that's their favorite. They've listened to it, I think, at least three or four times. They keep going back to that one. They really like that one. Um, and what I find with it is that when we've used it on travel days, um, they'll listen to it more traveling, and there won't be much said about it at that point. But nine times out of ten, later on, like during dinner or if we get out to do something, somebody will always have a question or, you know, it just spurs a lot of questions and, and thoughts and, you know, talk between the kids or you know, they'll ask one of us something, and that's what I love about it the most because it really does um, – it makes their little minds delve a little deeper into what they're listening and, and why it's that way. So um, I just love those. I love that series, and I love Family Audio Adventures. I'm so excited that they've come on board with us this this year, and I'm so glad more than that that we found it in our rig because it really has made a huge difference for us on travel days specifically. Yeah, it's a fantastic tool. Um, definitely also on our top ten list of uh, presents for this holiday season for the full-time being family. So if you're looking for something either to get your traveling family or your extended family is looking for something to get your traveling family, then go ahead and refer them to that Family Audio Adventures. And don't forget to use that promo code ROAD to get an exclusive offer on that deal. Very cool. So what's your week coming up look like? Well, you know, we're just traveling. I'm not sure how far south we're going to make it. We're kind of trying to take in some sites that we didn't get to do last, uh, last spring when we came back this way. We're going to make a stop around Atlanta and do some things. So I'm going to say that for this next week, we're going to have more travel days than not. And, uh, oh, goodness, by the by this time next week, I'm sure we'll be settled in um, at our wintering spot. And uh, looking just looking forward to seeing some sunshine, just to be honest, some consistent sunshine. That sounds wonderful. That sounds wonderful. Um, yeah, so we're going to be up north still a little longer. We're um, going to be traveling after Thanksgiving to down south and getting there as fast as we can. Um, so uh, look, uh, you know what, what's coming up, Mary Beth, is um, our Thanksgiving show, which is one of my very favorite shows, um, especially the one that we did is Laura Laura Pizzalia of uh, Instant Pot theme. So uh, I'm looking forward to those shows. And uh, coming up on the 27th, we have Jamie Lee McClivy. Um, that's Sensational Sex was God's Idea. If you have been listening, then you know that we had to reschedule that broadcast because uh, Dominic decided to break his leg that night instead of listening about how Sensational Sex was God's Idea. So hopefully we will be injury-free through the November 27th show. I'm looking forward to that. Me too. We'll be here before you know it, and this month will be over, and we'll already be talking about what we're doing for December. But until then, if you're listening to us on a replay, please be sure to give us a review at the end of uh, the podcast. Uh, we do love four and five stars, of course. But if you uh, feel inclined to give us less than that, that's okay. Just shoot me or Kimberly one an email, either Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com or myself at info at roadtripteacher.com and let us know how we can better serve your Red School Moms needs. And no matter how you uh, give us that review, be double sure that you do send me an email and let me know that you've completed that review, and I'll be glad to send you uh, a digital product of your choice absolutely free from our learning shop over at roadtripteacher.com. Well, I think that's it for me tonight, Mary Beth. 
Okay, me too. Well, you have safe travels. I can't wait to talk to you next week from wherever in the world we are. Until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your road school moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.